three, two, one, and we're live. What is going on, good people? It's Ruben Prime. Welcome to another episode of Ruben Prime Podcast, episode 113. Some election day fallout, and I know it's a few days later, but considering that now it seems like uh, counting is really hard for some but not for others, and when we're basically voting for which wolf or how many wolves will devour said number of sheep. But uh, I'm just here to talk about it. And it's it's gone to the point where I'm just like, listen, people want to just bend over and take the, the, the abuse if they want to take the pounding. That's on them. Because a lot of the solutions... Excuse me, a lot of the problems that we have, there are easy fixes to it. But just because something is easy doesn't mean it's always the simplest. And when you got to take a long, hard look at yourself and have that self-reflection, what you see will be kind of nasty. And truth to many people is so it's not pretty you can't dress it up like a lie we can dress up a lie we can you know make it look pretty you know as they say you can you can try and dress dress up a pig you know clothes makeup wig but at the end of the day it's still it's still a pig that's what the truth is and these elections, it just shows that there's just a lot of corruption, which, you know, what else is new? But also just shows the issues with the left and the right. And also shows that even within uh, the Republican Party, it's fractured. It's very fractured. That's why I'm glad that, uh, you know, I'm a libertarian, uh, you know, lowercase, lowercase L. (laughs) It just seems like, um, it just seems like it doesn't matter at the end of the day. You know, I'm, I'm glad that as I'm getting older, I'm learning more. I still don't know. I still don't know shit. But that's the important thing. If you go into the world thinking that you know everything, then you really are a fool. And what I learned is that there's a lot of people who are fools. I learned that uh, corruption is still alive and well. The, the fix is in. And... It's just so. It's just so much, and 
I've been trying to just upload just a mass of uh, of episodes instead of having one episode and talking about three or so topics. I'm just going to break them down. So my goal is to at least pull out three episodes, uh, about three episodes in a week and just shaving off a lot of time. So that way there'll be more, more content. There'll be way more content and uh, I'm trying. So please be patient with me, bear with me with that. So with that being said, thank you. Thank you so much for for tuning in and listening to me just dissect just the hilarity and, and tomfoolery and all the, the bull crap. And it just feels like, I don't know if you guys ever watched Lamb Chop. Uh, at the end of every episode, uh, Lamb Chop will sing, uh, this is a song that never ends. And it's like, it's kind of a repeat of 2020 where it just, you know, just everything going on. It just seems like it, it never ends. There's more to the, to the insanity. And I, I don't blame people why they just tune out. I don't blame people for just not caring about politics, not caring about a lot of things because it, it, it's just we put our faith in something only for it to backfire and betray us. And then people just peace out. And then instead of trying to think, think in a, in a, <clears throat> in a way where it's logical, level-headed it, it just defaults back into a how can i say this it just defaults back into a emotional base decisions and to me that's very dangerous and of course the programming in these past two years have been so so potent and i i, I dare say i gotta i gotta you know, you got to stand in awe and you got to just give a round of applause because the the social conditioning and everything that's been going on is all an experiment. And people are starting to realize that, but there's still some that are asleep. And, you know, you can't wake everyone up. People are, are going to believe what they're going to believe and they're going to be in their own uh, muck of biasness. And they're just going to lean whoever they lean to, depending on their political party or their beliefs, social beliefs. And, you know, it is what it is. Can't save everyone. You try to waste your time just trying to convince people that, hey, like, you know, you're, you're, you know, you've been, you've been lied to, you're asleep. People that are, that you claim are there to help you, the ones that are saying that they're here to help you, they're the ones who are actually, you know, plan on killing you. They're here. They're just planning on, you know, fucking you over. But it doesn't matter. I don't, I don't give a shit. <laughs> you know? But, um, you know, we're just going to just touch on some of just 
the ridiculousness and even in my my home state new york um just it's, it's, it's a fucking hellhole new york is a is a hellhole um in a short story before i uh do the shameless plugs I was on my way to work and right you near know, like 500 feet from my from my job there was a car crash really bad car crash and shooting so two cars uh hit each other and then one person was fairly uh was fairly he or she don't know was fairly shot so to me most likely is just a case of road rage and for that to happen just a few hundred feet from my you know from my job like it's pretty wild it is pretty wild and that's just the taste like yeah an accident like you know, accidents happen, but when it involves, you know, shooting, that's when, yeah, it, it's, it's just gone way over the edge. And I walked around, there were people just walking, you know, by the, you know, by the scene. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to walk around because I'm not, uh, you know, I don't feel comfortable walking next to crime scenes, especially an active one. And that's just the the nature of living in New York City. And, you know, some people, like our governor of uh, this this fair city, that being New York, will say that the people are hyperventilating. I mean, listen, I know I was born, you know, I was born with premature lungs, so that results in me having asthma. But to say that I'm hyperventilating, it's a, you know, it's kind of, kind of hurts. That really hurt. Just the fact that, you know, yeah, when I was little, I would hyperventilate. You know, when you're nervous, having a panic attack, yeah, you hyperventilate. But when you're talking about crime, something that everyday New Yorkers had to deal with on a daily basis, and they're in it. Meanwhile, you have these political leaders in just in their own bubble. They have, you know, 24-7 security, you know, armed security. You know, they got the NYPD, you know, in this case for, you know, being in, in New York or New York State Troopers, if you're, you know, upstate. It, it's just pretty wild how someone can lie and, and it's not surprising but it's just the fact that people believe it and this happens all the time and the fact that uh the governor who was elected she won actually i'm gonna pull up the map right now for those wondering let's blow this up Blow it up here. Right there. Right there. So Kathy Hochul won with, and they're ready. 
96. So they're 96% reporting. So basically, um, and it's crazy. You see all that red upstate, uh, Long Island, even Stein Island, red. But of course, you got Buffalo, Rochester, Syracuse, Albany. You have uh, four out of the five boroughs uh, voting blue. And that's a, that lets you know that the population in these in these cities are dense. And it's, it's just crazy how people complain about uh, crime. They complain about you know, housing and jobs and and schools and things like that. And yet they just vote the same people in that are just fucking you over. It's just pretty wild how you complain about these things, these core issues, and yet you're voting in the same people who are just bending you over and having their way with you. It's just astounding, and that's why it's just like you get the government that you deserve if you are going to vote the same people that have that do not have your best interests at heart, but instead you vote for them because, oh, they're a Democrat, and, you know, Democrats, that, that's how we vote, and it's usually with outdated information. Like, oh, because... You know, when, you know, I was, you know, back in my day, you know, Democrats were good. We used to vote for them. And listen, doesn't matter if it's red or blue, doesn't matter if it's Democratic, Republican, doesn't matter if it's someone has a D next to their name or R next to their name. It's just the fact that look at what we've been dealing with in New York. And it's gotten to the point that, you know, I don't take the the subway to commute because it's gotten that dangerous. And sure, there's, you know, instances where I have no choice but to take it. But again, if I had a choice, I ain't taking it. But there's some, well, there's many people, millions of people who have no choice but to commute via the subway because it's a cheap option. But when you have so much crime that's happening on public transportation and people rely on that to get to and from work, to and from school, what have you. It's very concerning. But of course, people are going to wonder, oh, how come crime is skyrocketing? And then you have this woman Kathy Hochul saying that it's fear-mongering, that we're hyperventilating. You know, her opponent, Lee Zeldin, was, quote-unquote, hyperventilating about crime. And I'm over here like, wow. And, of course, people voted for her. And, you know, there's always going to be shenanigans. There's always going to be, you know, a few boxes of ballots that magically show up. And for people to to clamor on the narrative that if you're election denied, that means that you hate democracy, and you know this is a free, this is a, a, a fair and free election. It just sounds very soundbitey to me, but and very 
just manufactured. And they were letting you know from the jump that there was going to be shenanigans. But the thing is that people project themselves. And most people feel like they're good. They feel like because I'm good, that means that the people I, the people that represent me in political office should be good. People like, you know, politicians, celebrities, what have you, they project themselves onto those people. When most of these people are very vapid, very just wicked in nature, selfish in nature. But it's all right because, again, once again, you get what you pay for. And I have no, no love loss with politicians, journalists, celebrities, because these are the same people that have this elitist attitude, and they don't even they won't even spit on you if you were on fire. But yet they will ask you for your support. They'll ask you for your vote. And they will, you know, pimp out, you know, the minorities. They will pimp out the marginalized uh, groups of people just in time for election. Oh, we need funding. And then once they get in, all the promises that that they said it was going to deliver, oh, I left them in my other back pocket. Oh, I left it at home. Oh, my dog and my homework. You know, suddenly they have amnesia. Suddenly, oh, like, yeah, uh, you know, I'll get back to you on that. You got to circle back on that. Just like with uh, Biden's uh, student loan forgiveness, which I already knew from the jump that that wasn't going to be a thing. And people were like, yeah, we're going to get a student loan forgiven. And uh, Supreme Court said that it was unconstitutional. You know, which you can't just just get rid of debt like that, especially in a large scale. And look, I'm sorry for those who who were told that in order for you to be somebody, you got to go to college and put an, an extraordinary amount of debt in your name. But at the end of the day, there is that responsibility that you have to put. And, you know, dealing with that, it is not, it is no joke. But just wishing it away or not doing more to lower down that debt, at least try, because I know it's not easy. You know, these people can go around claiming that they're going to forgive debt and that they're going to print money out of thin air. But at the end of the day, you cannot rely on these politicians to bail you out because they will gladly take that money, your tax money, and give it to them, give it to themselves and their cronies. And these same, uh, these same people that talk about, oh, we got to deal with the capitalistic uh, society, even though this country was built by free market, built by capitalism, and they're trying to then flip it around 
and make it seem like a bad thing. Which, you know, free market capitalism is good. You have a, a product or service, and if people want to buy it or enlist your services, they could pay for it. You know, exchange of goods and services. But they had turned that in such into such a, a bad word. And then they use things like student debt to try to get you to hate on the idea. When at the end of the day, there's a lot of blame to go on. But I don't think blaming traditional free market capitalism is a thing. What you should be blaming is these mega corporations and as well as the Fed. I'm big, big proponent of ending the Fed. Is their part of the reason why your uh, interest rates are up? Your reason why your dollar is worth less than what it was, you know, a few years ago, decades ago. But at the end of the day, this this is a debt-based system. So, the more we spend, the more we gotta print. The more we print, the more we gotta spend. So it's just so multifaceted, guys, and, you know, I, I just, just as I'm looking at this map here, you know, like, more and more is, like, the answer ain't political in, in a, trying to solve things on a on a larger scale, it doesn't work because you can see this country is so divided, and it's done. It's it's been designed that way. In these past few years, there's been more division, more more discourse, and not the good kind, the the really bad kind, to the point that civil war could be a thing. You know, we're already dealing with war, 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 and already, you know, then that that's that other front, you know, the other front, which is, you know, in our own soil, and the solution is, and, you know, we're talking about solutions, because you can talk about how shitty situations are, but, you know, my solution is local gotta go local you gotta go at the local level because if you can deal with what's in your within your immediate vicinity meaning your own community your own town your own city then you can at least for the most part have that situated because we live in a state, and not everyone's going to agree. And just to go about trying to convince a whole country to compromise ain't going to work. And we, we know this. And the fact that we have people who know about the things that are going on, you know, the crime, you know, about the crime, about the 
harsh living conditions, the the, the rent, uh, mortgage. You know, this is like, yeah, we're just gonna vote for the same person that's you know exacerbating the problem. You know, we're we're not going to actually we're not gonna actually put someone in or attempt to put someone in or better yet do things within our own community to solve the problem and work work our way from local level, city level, state level. We're just going to just just let the cards uh, fall where they lie. And then more the same thing, empty promises, more the same bullshit. Oh, why is this going on? Someone come in, promise you free shit, you both them in, and they have amnesia. And that's why I talk about Democratic Party being the the plantation. Because just that hope. It's kind of like with OnlyFans, like certain OnlyFans models. They will tease you with, you know... Photos, videos, you know, with content, and it's it's with no nudity, right? No nudity, right? And it, it seems like every so often you'll get like a little something, but not really. And it's just that that promise that hey, maybe not today, but maybe. Uh, the next day or the next week or the next month, the next year, or the next few years, you'll get something from that OnlyFans model. Maybe you, you'll see, you know, a little extra. And that's how it is with with politicians. That's how it is with politics. There's empty promises. You have the illusion that you're getting change, and then it's just all... Same shit as usual. And, you know, that's why I get why people are just disinterested. I I get it. (laughs) So I, I don't, I don't begrudge people. But at the same time, by people not paying attention, it will cause more problems than if we just wish it away. You can't wish away problems. You got to deal with these problems head on at a local level. But um, again, people get what they vote for, get what they pay for. All this talk, oh, we need to defund the police, all these, uh, all these laws, to uh you know for bail reform and how you know they deal with criminals uh defunding the police and again overall with the current i say this when it comes to certain things you expect them to work a certain way you you know something has an attendant purpose and you understand, okay, like, you know, police are there to, to 
not to stop crime, but to just report on crime and, and to solve them. You know, like we expect that thing there's things that we think that cops are supposed to do, but in reality don't. But generally we have an idea how, you know, law enforcement works. But when when that thing doesn't work the way or hasn't been working the way as intended and they're being used for a totally different thing or to have their resources stripped, they're not as effective. If you get what I'm trying to say, basically, and all this rambling is it's, it's late. <laughs> it's, it's pretty late. Um, but you see what I'm getting at? And I'm a fan of things being used for the intended purpose. But when things aren't when things aren't used for the intended purpose, I have issue. So when I'm seeing when we have instances of instances of cops, you know, harassing people, shooting people, killing people, uh shooting pets, uh I Definitely understand why people are not a fan of law enforcement. I get it. But when you strip, you know, cops of funding and the ability to enforce, uh, to enforce things, it becomes a problem because then you're going to have what you've been seeing in New York City, which is this high crime. People can just go to different stores and just have a field day and no one can do anything about it because the laws are are at a certain place you have so much crime like i mentioned in in the public you know public transportation people getting shoved off of uh platforms onto train tracks that that is very scary. You could just be waiting for your train on your own business on your way to work and then just some rando and just say, Oh, I feel like, you know, committing a crime. I feel like just pushing someone off the platform. For no reason. And also that there's an element of this is a lot of racial tensions. You know, and let's not forget you know, stop Asian hate when the media caught wind that, yeah, it's it's actually people of color, black people committing crimes. They're the ones that are attacking Asian, uh, Asian people. Suddenly they stop because it doesn't go, you know, it doesn't go with the narrative that, you know, white people. You know, the white people are are bad. Same thing with the with the the mass shooter on the New York City subway in Brooklyn on the uh on the on the R train at thirty sixth Street because heard you know, I heard what happened. 
and I actually talked about it on 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 this podcast here. And when they found out that the guy was a black supremacist, and yes, there's a su- such thing as a black supremacist for people, and especially black people, but just people in general that think that there's no such thing as uh, black supremacists and that black people can be racist. You're, you are selling mistaken and you are retarded. That is the same reason why we have so much prejudice and issue of race because, well, one, because it's been done to us, you know, you know, the white people have been doing that to us, so we got to do it back to them. It's like fighting fire with fire does not solve anything. The whole eye for an eye shit, it, it just makes you blind in both eyes. Trying to take each other's eyes off is end up being blind yourself. Yeah, you blind the other person, but they end up blind, you know, making you blind back. It's all this crap about race. It's annoying as it is. And just all all this fueling the fires of of, of just racism by creating more racism or partaking in more racism is the reason why we have so many issues in this country. And I'm I'm just tired of it. So we have fracturing with our our election system with the two parties, which grow that the roots are, are deep. But also you have a lot of issues with it was sibly the race but what a lot of people don't know is that a lot of things that are are labeled as racial issues it's economic it's class because poor people will will see things as being racist but people above that, they'll see mm, it's more of a it's more of a economic thing. But hiding that, oh, it's it's class. It's more of a class issue. And realize that's just not, you know, black people, you know, people of color, Hispanic people that are dealing with the shit is everyone. It's just that. The narrative is that even the brokest white person is doing good. They're doing better than us, which is ridiculous. But again, there's so much fracturing in many aspects of society. And just just keeping tabs of the midterms, it just showed. So this, you know, so-called red wave was just more like a, a, a you know, tickle. And the main reason why, and now going to the two parties, why Democrats are, you know, they're insane. But the Republicans are just spineless, they're cowards. Because we had someone 
in Trump that was, well, he wasn't like a typical Republican. And the Republican Party wanted someone like that. And they got Trump, and they didn't like how, you know, how he behaved. And the guy's very polarizing, but I say this with him. Um, he he is a shit poster, and he, and he just fights back. Unlike a lot of these Republicans who are just spineless cowards, besides a few, but just the whole party in general. And there are a lot of Republicans who are just in name only. They're rhinos. is Republican name only. A lot of them are just undercover dem- uh, Democrats. And that is why, and listen, Trump isn't perfect because he has his own issues. But I think overall, when he was president, economy was better, inflation was low, uh, job market was good. Uh, What else? Gas prices were low. Commodities were low. No new wars. You know, Good foreign policy, you know, the beginning was a little rough, but towards the end, good foreign policy. And those are the things that I'm I'm for, just better job growth, uh, better job growth, uh, good economy, no new wars, no foreign entanglements. We don't need to be in, in the business of other countries. But also, we have to show that, hey, like, just because we're not minding yours doesn't mean that we won't, you know, get business done. And that's all I want. That's that's pretty much all I want. You know, I don't want to be, I don't want to have to see my own money, our own taxpayer money get sent to another country in Ukraine. Like, it's it's insane how we're dealing with high inflation, yet we can still send hundreds of millions of dollars, billions of dollars to Ukraine. It's insanity. And these are the people that we're voting in, that we're just saying, oh, you know, we'll, we'll let the government handle it because, you know, they know best. And these are the same people who who just take your, they will take our money, they take your money, you know, children's, children's money is wrong with it. And it's it's wild, and it's it's not surprising that people just keep letting this happen. Because, like I said, you vote for any of these people, not only on the Democratic side but on the Republican side, like you're a retard. And you know the other reason why Republicans are losing because they have, you know, core values. But then when they let the conservatism get too much out of hand, when they're so conservative that they'll say, oh, this, that is a double. And then we find out also that they tend to engage in other activities that are not so uh, straight lace, if you catch my gruff. And... That is the issue when you are you're trying to be too pure, too holy, too sanctimonious. That's what happens. You find out that a conservative politician 
has basically uh, is a closet homosexual. There's nothing wrong with that, but when you are on a platform that you're uh, a family man, Christian family man, and then we end up finding out that uh, you got some skeletons, yeah, that's when it's kind of hard to 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 get behind someone. I mean, not in that way, but just get behind people's uh, core values and, and their policies. And and the one thing that will not make me vote Democrats is the fact that they're they're just the things that they're trying to teach children. They're trying to tell you, oh, you're gonna eat the bugs and you're gonna like it. You'll own nothing, you'll be happy. You know, funding wars, because it's funny, Democrats used to be. Uh, against war. Now, all of a sudden, they're for war. Oh, we got to support Ukraine. You know, it's. I, I thought that was a Republican thing to be for war. You know, and all this, the climate change hysteria, which that's that's real hysteria. Uh, it, it's, it's crazy. And, and then the big thing is just all the censorship. Why are they censoring the opposition so much? If you're the good guys, why do you need to censor everything and everyone that you don't agree with? Because, ah, basically you are trying to silence other views. You don't want other views to get out. That's my issue with those are the, the top things with a education. You see what they're teaching. They're trying to teach kids in school. Uh, freedom of speech. And foreign war. Just, just foreign wars, just foreign entanglements. Uh, reckless spending. And the Second Amendment. Basically, First Amendment, Second Amendment, uh, foreign policy education you know and those are some of the things that that that, that i look for that i'm that i stand for and if republicans were like just these things first thing especially with these lockdowns hey we do not support lockdowns we do we do not support uh masking we do not support all these mandates. That imagine how far the Republican Party will go, but instead they're just cucks, they're wimps, and just let the the Democrats just run all over them. And it's not it's, ain't gonna change. And plus, when they put in people like Oz, like as to run for. And also, uh, I don't know Douglas, I don't know this person, but um, for the Senate, John Fetterman, John Fetterman, who who's a walking vegetable, right? 
and he won. And of course, you know, blue, 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 you know, it just shows that uh, people just boat is boat with just emotional, just boat blue, you know, just it, it again, it runs deep. But at the end of the day, I, I have no faith because everything's so fractured, everything is so divided. And obviously, there is a there is a, cons, a cons, conceited. There's a, a, a there is an agenda going on, and I mean. All I got to say is, is the reason why the left is for immigration, heavy immigration, so they can get more people to vote blue. If you think that that's, that's wrong for me to say, or that's you know discriminatory, you know, I come from a family of immigrants. So I'm just keeping it real. You know, just keeping it real with y'all. But my solution is, uh, the right needs to, like me or to me, the fucking Republican Party needs a hard reset. They got to put in better candidates to go up against these people. Uh, good, they have to have backbone. Because a lot of these Republicans are cowards. They're they're boomers. They they're not hip. They don't know technology. They don't know about social media. They don't know about the younger the younger crowd. As they need, there needs to be a whole reboot with the with these parties, and just bring, just have your core values. Look at what the left is doing, what they're doing wrong, and just make sure you don't do that. You know, but it's crazy. And even people on the left are like, they're just like, yo, like this is insane. Some of the stuff that that their party is doing, they're like, no, whoa, no way. Is that bad? But then, of course, left is crazy and the right is just a bunch of cucks. But yeah, I'm going to leave it here. 47 minutes, not too bad, but I'm going to leave it here, guys. Um, I didn't get to... I just, I didn't get to do my, my shameless plugs, but uh, uh, once again, thank you for listening to episode uh, 113. Very appreciative of you listening all the way to the end. It was just like a rant. Not going to lie, but hopefully you enjoyed that rant. Hopefully it was informative and I was as concise as I could be because just I'm just done. <laughs> it's, just, it, it's just like bad reality TV at the end of the day and elections are dumb and people who just vote for their own just abuse are dumb and retarded but you know what's not retarded you listen to this you follow me on Twitter at Mr. Room Prime and at Room Prime Media that makes you smart again if you want to follow me I'd say okay, if not, it's all good too. But what you should do is also check out this podcast. 
all the other all the episodes of this show, the Room Prime podcast over at on Apple, Google, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, and a home Red Circle. Uh, again, uh, you know, shout outs to uh, Drew of the, uh, the Drew Yari show. Uh, me and him do a show on Patreon, and for five bucks a month, you can. Uh, listen to me on the episodes of uh, Culture Attack, our exclusive Patreon show. You listen to me talk about more the entertainment side of uh, of uh, the internet and the world. So if you are into that and you got five bucks to spare, definitely hit up my friend Drew. He'll be very appreciative of that, and I would too. So again, that being said... Thank you very much for listening to this. And hey, it's Sunday. New fresh start to the week. Make things happen. Make make whatever goals you have. Bring them to fruition. And I'm out. Peace, guys. Peace. I am here, Master. I appreciate your genius. You, you cannot experience the terror, the exquisite fear that I inspire in those who dare oppose me and bears.